Welcome to a marketing podcast, where it's all about marketing strategy. And now your host, Matt Coco. G'day and welcome to session number five of a marketing podcast. I'm Matt, and today we're continuing our journey in the development of a marketing strategy. In particular, we're talking about marketing SWOT or a marketing SWOT analysis that we're also going to use as a tool for a marketing audit. So if you've done some marketing in the past or you're just getting started, the marketing SWOT is what we're going to dig in today and it's going to be helpful to help you further define your marketing mix when we get to that piece of the strategy. So let's get to it. So like I've done with the other couple of sessions uh, that have led up to this one, session two, three, and four, we'll do a little recap here on uh, how we got to this point in the marketing strategy. So uh, if you're just chiming in for session number five, it might be worth jumping back to two, three, and four and listening to those uh, as they do build on top of each other as a marketing strategy does. So session two, we spoke about what a marketing strategy is and why we need one, gave some good examples and uh some things that you will achieve by developing a strategy versus jumping right into the tactics. In session three, we talked about developing goals and objectives, uh, what they are and how they work together to help provide the roadmap to uh, successful marketing. And then in session four, we talked about understanding and developing your target audiences. I stress that you definitely need to develop multiple audiences. Uh, There's... There isn't a business that I've found yet that uh, can live and die by one particular audience. And we also went into some exercises and uh, and tricks on how to develop those audiences and basically create uh, personas that we're going to uh, use our marketing tactics to talk to, uh, to talk to those folks in a voice that they will understand, be happy to hear and ideally come and uh, become one of our customers. So those, uh, those two sections, developing goals and understanding your target audiences are the first two sections after our executive summary, which we'll get to at the end of the strategy, uh, even though it lives on the front page. That's got us to where we are now. And uh, in doing that, I'll remind you to go and grab the marketing strategy template uh, from the website. You can find that and all the show notes at marketingpodcast.com forward slash session five. Okay, so let's talk about the purpose of a marketing SWOT analysis or a a market audit, marketing audit, sorry, and why we want to do one as part of your marketing strategy. The reason for a marketing SWOT is to identify marketing opportunities and weaknesses uh, so that you can exploit those opportunities and protect yourself from threats. This process is going to be instrumental in the development of your marketing mix uh, later on in the strategy. And the better that you develop this SWOT, the more time and effort you put into it, uh, the better your marketing mix will be at the end of the day. So that's an important thing to remember as we work through it. So at this point, uh, if you're if you're a business owner and you're getting into marketing for the first time or uh, you're a, a small business marketer who's... Um, you know, marketing for a business for the first time or or even you've done some work in the past and, and you're ready to be more strategic and actually develop a solid uh, strategy. The process that we're about to walk through, it will mirror a, a business SWOT, your typical, you know, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats that you do as part of a business plan. 
However, it's going to be very specific to the marketing side of things. Obviously, we're doing a marketing strategy. But I think it's important to clarify that it is, I I wouldn't say extremely different. I'd say very different to your business SWOT. You likely addressed marketing uh, as part of your business SWOT. Uh, But we're going to go even deeper in developing our marketing SWOT in order to identify um, the best way to move forward with our marketing mix and and our execution through our tactics. If you're not starting a new business right now uh, and you've done marketing before, the SWOT analysis uh, will work as a audit tool. Um, So the examples I give here will actually address both business owners and uh, Sorry, we'll, we'll address businesses who have marketed in the past as well as businesses who are uh, brand new and just getting going uh, on their marketing. And uh, I'll give you some examples for both of those scenarios. An important point, and, and I'd like to clarify it a little bit before we jump into developing our, our strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And that is that it is different to a marketing, uh, to a business SWOT. A marketing SWOT, is, it's, we're strictly talking about marketing strengths marketing weaknesses, marketing opportunities, and marketing threats. So as a very quick example of how a marketing SWOT is different to a business SWOT, we can talk about things like uh, a business strength being uh, that your business is long-standing and has quality products, is known for its quality products, uh, which which is a great strength for a business. However, to use that same strength in a marketing light, what we would do is we would refer more to the long-standing presence being a brand awareness. You know, a strong brand awareness is most definitely a strength. And uh, we'll have a couple of examples later on and it'll become a bit more clearer, but there is a different angle to take in our marketing SWOT. Last but not least in, in the reasoning of doing a marketing SWOT as part of your strategy is to help us develop our marketing mix. It will become instrumental in doing that and it will allow us to really optimize our marketing efforts, which is one of the big points uh, of a marketing podcast in, in general, uh, is to help small business owners and small business marketers to be more efficient in their marketing. And this SWOT will go a long way towards helping us achieve that. Okay, so by now you've probably got the gist that we're going to talk about strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats as they pertain to marketing. So let's jump into strengths. Your marketing strengths are the elements of your marketing that we can lean on and and use to position ourselves and our business, of course, above our competitors. And your strengths are internal elements uh, that are helpful to you and your business. So uh, these are going to be extremely uh, important as we build our marketing mix, uh, literally every tactic that we choose should play towards one of our strengths in some way, shape or form. Something you want to keep in mind when you're developing your strengths is to uh, compare yourself to your competitors and identify how you uh, will stand out from them when you're doing your marketing, how you can uh, reign supreme on them, if you will, uh, in terms of uh, trying to beat out your competitors. The strengths will help us do that. So as a new business who hasn't performed any marketing yet, you want to develop your strengths by thinking about uh, some of your personal knowledge and experience and how you can apply that to the marketing for the business. So uh, the strengths 
your business's marketing strengths in this case are going to be primarily yours, especially as a small business owner who's uh, a, uh, a solo uh, operator. It, it you, the business and you essentially are the same in in many ways, shapes, and form, and and marketing's no different to that. So. As an example, uh, if you're going to start a coaching service, uh, personal coaching or training service, let's say for corporate 50-year-old males, if you've worked in the corporate world for five or so years, uh, then you probably understand the the logistics of, of a day and the mental strain that comes with uh, thinking about going to the gym before, during, or after work. I know I know I've felt it over my career. And that knowledge in itself, having spent that time, is strength. Understanding what your customers are going through and and what they're thinking before they even get to your service, that is a strength. So what I would do is I'd note that down as something to the tune of understanding the physical and mental struggles of my clientele and, and how hard it is for them to stay motivated. If you truly understand that, you've lived in that life and you, you understand those struggles compared to your competitors who, you know, may be right out of university or have uh, spent a career, um, you know, being a snow a skiing instructor or something like that and never really did the corporate dig, that is a strength. That is a, um, a benefit that you have over them. So write that down. Another less complicated example would be if you had, uh, let's say, 500 plus connections on LinkedIn. You know, you're just an absolute LinkedIn uh, expert and you've been on there for years and developed that. That right there could be a strength. If you have that base, those people to talk to and you've developed it, that is a strength for you to build on top of. And when we start to think about our marketing tactics and connecting those to our strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats, if you have that LinkedIn base of 500 plus connections, that's one of your strengths. Guess what? One of our tactics is going to be a LinkedIn strategy of some sort. To think about strengths uh, in regards to using the SWOT as an auditing tool, um, what you want to think about is the outcomes from the marketing that you did in the past and how you stood out from your competitors uh, or, or even in the crowd. So, you know, you may not be standing out in relation to your direct competitors, but maybe you stood out uh, compared to other people uh, doing the same uh, tactics at the same time. And what you want to do is you want to dig into what caused that. What was at the root of that um, standing out, if you will? So there's a bit of analysis to do there, and that's where the uh, the auditing and, and analysis comes together here. So for an, ex for an example here, if you were using Facebook to drive traffic um, and you were doing that to an inbound landing page uh, and you saw great results in terms of conversions on that landing page, you could identify that you delivered a coherent message between those platforms uh, and that was what made it work. You probably, you know, you may have done some other landing pages and didn't see the same results or that kind of thing. So understanding that your message connected and they were coherent and worked together, that would be a strength. You have that messaging figured out. You have that integration together. So now that would be a strength uh, from a previous uh, execution or previous marketing. So you could put that down in, in the strength section of, of your strategy template as a, a solid understanding of 
towards my social community um, and in particular their needs, which is a great strength to have. If you, if you know who you're talking to and how to talk to them, let's exploit that. Let's use that in our tactics. So as you can see, to develop uh, your strengths from previous marketing, you do have to do some research to find out uh, exactly what it was that made it successful or you know, potentially failed. And we'll talk about uh, our weaknesses later, but um, that's the auditing and that's part of the mechanism to, to use SWOT as an audit tool as well. Now, what we just, uh, the, the couple of examples I just gave you there were very personal uh, in nature. So the strengths that came through were very personal to you. Um, to give you an example from a more of a business point of view, um, the the idea around brand awareness uh, that I gave the example earlier in discussing the SWAT tool. Uh, if you have amazing brand awareness as a business, so obviously you've been around for a few years uh, and you've done a great job, then that brand awareness is a strength. And that's not you personally, that's, maybe it's you personally if, if you're the only one at the business, but um, if you've got a few employees and you've got people doing all different kinds of work as part of your business, uh, but the brand's great, then that's, that's a business strength, a business marketing strength being amazing brand awareness. So that's a quick example. Uh, as, a, as a quick review here for marketing strengths, um, as they're internal, you can basically develop all of these yourself um, doesn't hurt to talk to some uh, employees or some close business uh, associates or something like that uh, to, to ask their opinion on what your strengths are, but you can do a majority of the work here as strengths are an internal element. As a small side note here to developing strengths uh, for our uh, small business marketers who are listening, the development of the strengths and using your personal uh, or your companies, if, if there's a few of you providing marketing as a, as a, uh, a third party to a business, uh, it's worthwhile identifying your particular company's strengths in this process uh, and getting them in the strengths section. So if you're doing this strategy for, uh, for another business, for one of your clients, uh, it only makes sense for you to identify the strengths of your company and, and if you're a freelancer, then of you. Um, and understanding that uh, this is going to help us shape our marketing mix um, to develop strengths that align with your abilities to provide the tactics that we get to uh, only makes perfect sense. So go ahead and uh, you know keep that in mind when you're developing the strengths uh, as a business owner, you don't have to worry about that. You want to just get the strengths that come to mind and uh, and go from there. Okay, so let's move on to developing our marketing weaknesses. These are the elements of your marketing that uh, you should either work to improve or completely avoid. And I'll help you uh, in determining which one you want to do there in a little bit here. Your marketing weaknesses are internal elements uh, and they are harmful to you and your business's marketing. So that's important to keep in mind. The, the, the idea that they're internal is actually a good thing because it's up to you to determine whether to improve or avoid those. So as a new business, uh, an example here, having not performed any marketing yet, a weakness would be if, if you're not a seasoned marketer, this is your, 
you know, first kick at the can, you, you're starting a new business and, you know, it, the marketing is all on you by virtue of it only being you and you're planning on taking on all the marketing uh, for your new business. Potential weakness here is, you know, straight up experience. Uh, you don't know what you don't know at this point and that is a potential, well, it, it's not a potential, it is a weakness to the to the, to the effectiveness of your marketing. So understanding this and, and calling it out in your SWOT uh, will be important to uh, once again help us shape a marketing mix that you can deliver and execute on. So as opposed to uh, a seasoned marketing veteran, uh, the, the marketing mix for uh, a, a new marketer is going to be totally different to that of a seasoned veteran. Uh, it's just the way it is. So calling that out in your SWOT is very important. To be a little more granular on weaknesses uh, and helping you develop those, uh, if you've been marketing your business for years but uh, never did any social media, for example, uh, you could note down that your social media marketing abilities are fairly low. Uh, once again, we want to flag these to help us determine our marketing mix. This may, all, may also be a reason to uh, help you get some outside help. And this is where we start to think about, do we improve our weaknesses or do we avoid them? Uh, in this case, if you have zero desire to develop uh, you know, social media marketing uh, know-how and and deliver that service as part of the marketing for your business. If you just couldn't care less about doing that, then it makes sense to bring in a, a social media marketer and talk with them and get them to deliver that for you. As an audit tool, our weaknesses would be related to our failures. Typically where a tactic has uh, gone, side, gone sideways uh, or you've, you've had some troubles with it, identifying why that happened will help you identify the weakness related to that. Uh, for example, uh, another social media example here, you, you tried to implement a Facebook contest uh, as a way to develop your email leads and use for later promotions, um, use email marketing to market to those folks later. But at the end of the day, you know, you ran this contest for three months and you got 10 entries. And I have, I have heard of these stories. I, I haven't witnessed them myself, but this does happen. If you go and dig into that and, and find out what went wrong there, you're typically gonna gonna find out, you know, one of these three things. Either something was done technically incorrect, the setup just wasn't right and people weren't able to enter, uh, or you didn't support the content with enough advertising. You know, you set it all up well and just no one knew about it. No one, uh, no one found it. Or uh, another factor here would be that the contest pricing was just no good wasn't enough to generate uh, contest entries. Now, you know, I'm exaggerating a little bit here. You, after three months, you'll probably get more than 10 entries. But the example here is to say that you thought you did everything right. Uh, the tactic was good in, in theory. It just didn't happen. It didn't turn out and something went wrong. If you can actually put your finger on what went wrong there with some analysis, with some auditing, then you'll be able to once again identify a weakness. And if you can't put your finger on it and it just didn't work, then maybe you sort of create a little vaguer of a weakness, if you will, and say the weakness is strictly online contesting. I have no idea how to do it. I tried it once, didn't work. That's a weakness. Once again, these uh, previous examples were more personal. 
Um, so as a business weakness uh, example, uh, you could talk about your print collateral. So if you're a company that uh, you know is heavy on direct mailing uh, or trade shows or you know any sort of marketing that requires print collateral, yet you know your print collateral is you know straight out of the 80s or, or something like that, that is a weakness. Your print collateral is a marketing weakness. In this case, I would say it's pretty easy to say that you should improve it versus avoid it. Avoiding something like that uh, is only going to make the situation worse. So put that in your weaknesses and then improve on the print collateral. Just another example for more of a business weakness. One more here is that uh, if your business had uh, zero public speakers, you know, you don't like to speak a bit of an introvert or, or you've just never done it or, you know, nobody even you've employed does, but you see a, a, an opportunity, and we'll get to those, uh, to do some public speaking in order to generate more leads uh, and, and ideally sales, then that's a weakness. Um, no public speakers or, or zero public speaking uh, ability or experience more so than ability. Uh, you could put that down as a weakness and once again, another tool to help us identify our marketing mix. If we identify this as an opportunity later, and I don't wanna jump ahead too much here, um, but if we identify that public speaking is an opportunity for your business, then this is definitely a weakness that we'd wanna work on it improving versus avoiding. So the question there is to avoid or to improve or avoid. Uh, I give you given a couple of examples there to help you make that uh, determination. At the end of the day, it's up to you. And if you don't feel that you can make the decision, the the trick here is to find an expert in that area. I mentioned it earlier. If you don't want to know anything about social media, or or let's say you do, but you don't know anything about social media, get a social media expert involved. Talk to them. Tell them where you're at what your goals and objectives are, which we've already established early in this strategy, and see what they think. See how much time it will take you to get to a point where you can deliver the tactics required to achieve the objectives and goals that you've set out for. And they'll tell you, and, and if you find the right one, they'll tell you very candidly, and, uh, and it'll make sense. And if the decision is to avoid it and not do it, then you may have found yourself a, a contractor to help you out as well. All right, so let's move on to opportunities now. And these are the elements that you should uh, research and identify as ways to apply your strengths uh, and capitalize on, on these to uh, really create the best return on our investment as far as marketing goes. The combination of a strength and an opportunity is the best possible uh, combination for our marketing. Your opportunities are external. Your opportunities and threats are the, the two external uh, versus strengths and weaknesses being internal. And that's important to note. And we'll, we'll dig more into that in a minute. Uh, so opportunities are external elements and they're helpful. Um, so this is the good. Due to the fact that they are external, you may want to uh, talk to some uh, either employees, if you have those as a, as a first point, or, or other people in your industry, or even just uh, you know business associates or, or friends and family even, uh, to help you identify some opportunities uh, and also some threats. We'll, we'll get to them in a minute though. So as a business, uh, having performed no marketing just yet, uh, this may be the single hardest SWOT element for you to develop. Uh, obviously, without any comparison to, to what's been done in the past, 
you can do some basic research and, and as I mentioned, talk to others, but uh, this one's going to be tough. As an example, um, after, uh, after asking around, talking to some people, uh, maybe even to, uh, you know doing some research of your competitors online, and in particular, uh, in this example, uh, some search engine marketing. So you jump on Google and start trying to find your competitors and doing some keyword research. Uh, which is an art all of its own, but, uh, you know, as a preliminary check, you know, you jump on there and if you're a landscaper in Calgary, write down landscape in Calgary and and see what comes up. And if your competitors are there or not, uh, you know, that'll help you understand how they're ranking. But if you do start to find some terms that you're showing for and your competitors, you know, are showing for organically speaking, but there's no ads on those page, you know, you don't see any of the Google ads at the top uh, now that they're no longer down the side. You'll only see them at the top, but um, that's an opportunity. Nobody else, none of your competitors are doing search engine marketing. Now, there's more to it than just doing a search and not seeing an ad. Uh, I won't pretend like it's that easy, but uh, you can do some uh, some sleuthing, some researching, if you will, to, to find out uh, what your competitors are doing as far as tactics go. And if they're not doing a tactic that you feel fairly confident will work, um, and we'll get into the marketing mix. I was about to go off on a tangent in my head there that uh, you know if the if the tactic jives with your opportunities, your strengths, and your audiences, then then we'll do it. But we'll get we'll get to marketing mix later here in, in a couple of sessions from now. But um, basically, that's just an example of an opportunity. You've identified that your competitors aren't there, but you've got a good feeling it'll work or some research even to prove that it'll work. That's a great opportunity. Once again, you can get a little more granular or, or a little more high level with, with any of these um, SWOT elements. But in this particular example, uh, a, higher level, a higher level example would be social media. If none of your competitors competitors uh, even have a Twitter account on their website or you know you come from a fairly traditional business model landscaping once again is a good one although most of them uh, are definitely starting to get into the social world but you know let's say it's a fairly traditional business model and not many of your competitors are on social media you could straight out write social media as an opportunity as an auditing tool now so you've done some marketing in the past um, what we're talking about here is basically what types of tactics you've done and what opportunities you noticed along the way. So uh, you'll be able to develop some insight into opportunities uh, just by virtue of doing marketing and, and having experienced um, some success and some failure and, and some things you could do to uh, maybe change the way you executed the tactic or uh, another tactic altogether that's somehow related. So an example would be um, if you have done virtually zero email marketing, the opportunity could be as simple as email marketing. Um, or if you've you've got an email list going on and, and your conversions are pretty good, you know, you've got a, a couple of thousand emails on the list uh, and, and you're doing well at converting those 2,000, but you kind of hit this plateau on 2,000, then there's an opportunity there. You know that if you increase that list, your conversions will take care of doing the sales. So the opportunity is most definitely to increase that list size 
in order to increase your sales. So an opportunity is to increase your email list in that example. Whether that's you who ends up doing it or, or a third-party provider or, or a marketer, um, that's, that's a conversation for another day, but uh, the opportunity is to build that list. Okay, so let's move on to threats. It's the last piece of our SWOT puzzle, our SWOT analysis. And threats are elements that you should uh, most definitely be aware of in order to prevent them uh, and also to prevent wasting your time and effort in a particular tactic or, or campaign. Your threats are external, just like our uh, opportunities, uh, but these guys are harmful in that they will affect your business and marketing efforts in a negative fashion uh, if they rear their ugly heads. So once again, as threats are external, you want to do some research and you want to talk to some other people uh, in and around your business. And it's important to know that threats are not just your competitors. And I'll explain that a little bit here in our examples. So as a business that hasn't performed any marketing just yet, there are many different types of threats. So competitors are obviously the, the easy one. Uh, any competitors that... Uh, are marketing in exactly the same way you are and, and I mean tactically speaking if you've got a competitor who's just going all out on uh, Facebook advertising for example um, and you had started that or you were thinking about starting it that's a definite threat to your to your marketing a marketing threat now, I mentioned a little bit uh, earlier here that the threats were not simply your competitors. An example of that is is what I've called a tactical threat. So something like a social media blowback, and and I'm talking about uh, you know a particular post uh, blows up in a negative fashion. Um, an example of this, and and I don't have the specifics, but uh, you know it happened a few years ago. Was uh, an agency put together a hashtag uh, campaign for the New York fire not fire New York Police Department I forget the hashtag but the idea was that people would post pictures of the uh, police department folks helping them do this that and the other and of course what happened was the complete opposite in that uh, people started posting very negative uh, photos and uh, actions of of the police department so that is a potential threat and identifying that before uh, we get into it will go a long ways in that example in particular. Um, I think identifying that as a threat and having some sort of contingency in place or even potentially not doing it, uh, well, in that case would have most definitely been a better example. And I'll try and find that uh, story to, to give you reference to it was actually... Uh, potentially one of the biggest uh, blowbacks in, in hashtag campaigns, uh, at least that I know of for sure. Another threat is new marketing platforms. So um, the way I, the, the way that could be a threat is if you know something like a Snapchat comes along and and becomes what it is, uh, and your competitors are on there before you, and they're really utilizing it. That's a threat to you, a new marketing platform. So uh, the threat, you know, if you were really into social media marketing and staying on top of that because it aligns with your business for whatever reason, um, you could put down that, uh, you know, a threat would be a movement in, in social media uh, usage or, or platforms. Obviously, you don't know what's coming and when, but just to identify it will allow you to be more um, 
cognizant to the fact that it may happen. Keep your eye out, if you will. Threats in, uh, in the SWAT as, as used as an auditing tool, uh, simply think back to your previous efforts and identify situations or events that uh, either did or could have gone bad. The, the hashtag example uh, is one of those. Uh, another one in particular that's a little more traditional is if your business is uh, makes use of trade shows, heavy trade show uh, marketing strategy. And, you know, last year you were doing pretty well and your competitors literally weren't there. They, they kind of were doing their thing somewhere else. The threat there is, uh, you know, if you do your research and find out that they are planning on being at some more trade shows uh, that you're at, once again, this is a, a competitive threat, but in particular, this is a, a, a marketing threat in regards to what you're doing right now for, for your trade shows. And a couple of tactics to uh, avoid those threats would be to you know, get in early and book those booths at the front door or, or whatever, um, whatever your theory is there on, on trade shows, having not done, uh, done a million of those. You know, go ahead and identify that as a threat and that will at least bring it to the forefront when we're doing our uh, trade show strategy planning um, and it'll help you hopefully avoid those threats becoming uh, uh, problems. So as an important note for threats, I, I would say they're definitely important but definitely not the most important element of your marketing. Uh, the reason being is that marketing's fairly insulated from your customers. And what I mean by that is that they can't directly affect you and what you're doing when it comes to a particular tactic. Yes, they can have various effects um, by getting involved and, and doing some marketing of their own to try and negatively uh, portray your business. And we've all seen uh, vehicle commercials and, and whatnot that play that game. But at the end of the day, the, the threat is probably more likely going to be from your execution of the tactic versus your competitors uh, approaching you. In a marketing sense, of course. In a business sense, uh, the threats become a lot more real because they can affect your bottom line and, and affect the, the growth of your business. But in marketing, we want to just identify them, do what we can to avoid them. But I, I wouldn't spend the most time on your marketing SWOT in the threats section. Okay, so that wraps up our SWOT analysis. So what I'm going to do now is give you a quick review on, on what we worked through and, and uh, what the last almost uh, 30 minutes was all about. So our SWOT is all about identifying marketing opportunities and marketing weaknesses so that we can exploit the opportunities in a good way and protect ourselves from the threats. Marketing SWOT is a huge factor in determining your marketing mix. I can't stress that enough. So put in the time at this point of your strategy to really develop a good SWOT, a comprehensive SWOT. It will help you when we get to developing the marketing mix. A marketing SWOT is different than a business SWOT, and I hope that's come through through the various examples that I've given. Um, you definitely wouldn't have got to that depth uh, from a marketing point of view, from your business SWOT. So they are different and definitely worth doing. Uh, can you use your business SWOT to help the brainstorming and help build your marketing SWOT? Of course you can, and I would definitely advise that. Strengths are an internal helpful element uh, that, sh that you should make use of in your marketing efforts. Weaknesses are internal as well, yet they're harmful elements that you should either improve or avoid. And that decision is, is really up to you, but get some expert help to help you understand what you don't know. Because at the end of the day, 
We don't know what we don't know. Opportunities are external and helpful elements. Once again, talk to someone else uh, after you've done your own brainstorming to identify some other opportunities that you may not be privy to by virtue of not, uh, you know, having been in the industry or, or you know, performed this uh, marketing role before. And threats are also external and harmful elements. So put some time into identifying these as both competitor and marketing channel threats. Uh, once again, as they're external, have, have a chat with someone else and see if they can help you identify any threats that you may not see. All right, so that wraps up session number five. And uh, that's our marketing SWOT analysis uh, or our marketing audit. It's also referred to. Uh, which is a fairly important section of our strategy. Don't uh, don't cheap out on the marketing SWOT. That would be a bad idea. And we'll, uh, you know, when we get to the marketing mix, I've said it a few times, but it'll become extremely important when we get there. So the next session, session number six, we're going to talk about developing your unique sales proposition or your USP. And this is important in regards to the premise of our messaging to our audiences at regardless of the audience that we're talking to our usp will always play a role in that as it's before our marketing mix it's another factor that'll help us determine the tactics that we use if our unique sales proposition plays nicely and aligns with a particular tactic then that's what we're looking for so um, we're going to talk about unique sales proposition and we're going to develop that it will probably be a fairly short uh, session not that this isn't important, but the the development of the sales proposition is, is fairly straightforward. So I hope that's uh, helped you in your marketing SWOT and, and audit. And for show notes regarding uh, everything we've gone over, you can check them out at the website. That's a marketingpodcast.com forward slash session five. Make sure to head over there and grab the marketing strategy template as well. That will make it easier for you to uh, perform the SWOT that we've talked about today, as well as the other elements of your strategy. And if you get a chance, head on over to iTunes and check out the podcast there. I'd love it if you guys were to subscribe and leave some uh, reviews and ratings. That'd mean a lot to me and I'd uh, definitely appreciate that. And if you're interested in developing your strategic approach to marketing, uh, go ahead and join the AMP community. And you can do that by finding the uh, sign up now button on the homepage of a marketing podcast, or you can go directly to a marketingpodcast.com forward slash join AMP. Uh, that'll get you on the list and uh, that'll allow me to start uh, serving you with particular content and, and keeping, keeping up to date with everything uh, a marketing podcast. As the, as the sessions, the podcast sessions come out, as I develop some more content and tools to help you be more strategic. Uh, that's how you'll stay uh, at the forefront of that stuff is through that uh, joining AMP community link. And of course, you can find me on Twitter at Matthew Coco. I hang out on there a fair bit. Um, I'd be happy to connect with you all there and answer some questions and whatnot. And, and that's definitely the channel that I broadcast. Uh, you know what I'm up to and when shows come out and when uh, particular events happen that I'll be uh, attending and and all different sorts of stuff will we'll be through Twitter. So you can find me there at Matthew Coco. All right, you guys, that's it for session number five. We'll catch you for session number six where we talk about unique sales propositions. All right, bye for now.
Thanks for listening to the podcast. Make sure to visit the website at www.amarketingpodcast.com. We hope to see you again soon. Bye for now.